Welcome to Rated PG. Hey. Where we talk about movies that uh, our kids are watching way too much. And that may drive us a little crazy at times. I think this one falls into that category for me for sure. Yeah, I don't know if it drives me crazy so much as it just, um, I don't watch it when it's on. <laughs> so what are we going to be talking about today? Background noise. Uh, we are going to be talking about Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. A movie with a colon in the title. Very exciting. Which is right now one of Nathan's go-tos. He's He's very into it and... For whatever reason, our son is very much into sequels. He does he doesn't watch the originals of anything. Nope. He, Cars too. He just watches all the sequels. Toy, Toy Story, Story 2. two. Yeah. But he doesn't go to the next one. Like he he doesn't watch Toy Story 3. I th- I think he just doesn't want character introduction or origin stories. He's just like, get right into it. Give me the meat. But there is Character introduction and origin stories in Toy Story 2. That's true. There's Jesse. Boom. And Boomerang. So, nice try. So, whatever reason, he likes the sequels. So, he's been watching the second one, not the first one, over and over and over again. Which I will say, out of the two, it is better. Like, they definitely were given a bigger budget for the second movie. And you can tell. Yeah, so here's the... Uh, IMDb synopsis. The Mystery Inc. gang must save Coolsville from an attack of past unmasked monsters brought to life by an evil masked figure trying to unmask the group. It's a lot of mask in that in that summary. Mm-hmm. I liked that movie with Cher. That's a very different vibe. <laughs> I know, but I liked it. Anywho, um, just so everyone knows, in case this is your first time jumping in, uh, we have three kids. Uh, one boy, he is three and a half. That's Nathan. And then we have twin boys, Liam and Charlie. They are one and a half. And they aren't as into movies as Nathan, but they're definitely starting to get into it. This one, they, they, they get sucked in a little bit. They do. They, get, they, do they, they are definitely getting sucked in more, so... There may be some of their um, movies coming up. But right now, the magic is uh, Ready, Set, Wiggle. Yeah, that works like a charm on those two. Like that one, that one gets them, which thank God I found something. Because <laughs> I couldn't get them to stop. <laughs> anyway, so on to the movie. So here we go. Did you feel like the opening credits for this movie were like extremely long? Um, They were. They were very long. And also the way the opening credits were shot, um, it was something that I would not have been able to watch when I was pregnant. It's true. Because I got motion sickness just staring at screens while pregnant. Like it wasn't good. Yeah. And this is just like falling. I guess it's a pterodactyl ghost. Yeah. It's a pterodactyl ghost. Flying through the city. The CGI is... Not great. I mean, it's 2004. I don't think they were throwing the biggest budget at this, but it's a little painful to watch because that whole opening sequence is just like CGI, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like going through. Um. So, so they're flying. The pterodactyl ghost is flying through the city and ends at 
this museum grand opening. The Coolsonian. Which I wasn't totally sure, like, was it that the museum itself was having a grand opening or that this particular exhibit was new? Well, later in the movie, they talk about it being under construction. So I think it's a new museum and this is how they're opening the it up because they're celebrating it's all about mysteries i guess yeah this town loves a good mystery not really i mean well they've they've had quite a few (laughs) they have they have a team of teen detectives figuring it out so how old are they now though oh i don't know i don't know how old they're supposed to be in this movie but in the cartoon they're teens so that's what i'm going off of so they pull up in a mystery machine limo. And they are very popular, like incredibly popular. Yes. Like people, the Beatles, Hard Day's Night popular. People are very excited that the, that the mystery gang is coming to the museum for the opening. And everybody like gets out in their decked out best, but it's still within their, their established vibe. Yeah, they're like colors. Um, and you know, Shaggy and Scooby are the last ones to get out and right away product placement KFC. I was like, whoa, that was fast. Immediate. But Coolsville's like some alternate universe, right? I mean, it's not supposed to be our world, is it? I don't know. I don't know that it's not supposed to be our world. It's just a city. So it could be a city anywhere. Right? I guess so. Um, And so as they're going through and they're like greeting all their fans and everything, and we immediately, right off the bat, they confirm Shaggy is a total stoner because that is his people. I mean, there's smoke around them. They're all super high. Like, (laughs) Well, he's always hungry. I mean, it makes sense. He doesn't know what's going on. He's hungry. No, I know. But it was just one of those like immediate. It wasn't subtle (laughs) there's not a lot of subtlety in this movie was not subtle (laughs) and i'm not really sure why the museum exists like that was my other thing i was like i don't know why this is here or why they needed like the costumes of the people that they unmasked from the mysteries that they saw i was like i'm not really sure why this is happening and there's something weird about i mean i know it's the show and that's just the premise but why is every bad guy always in a, like a costume? Is that just like how you get to be a cool bad guy in Coolsville? Well, I think it's so you don't know who it is. Like, cause it, I mean, in, in the cartoon, ultimately they were always trying to like either keep people out of a park or out of a, the lake or, out, you know, like they were trying to keep people away and this was their way. They were like, just going to scare people away. It was always like some evil corporate plan, like evil, money-making scheme right not always sometimes they just didn't want people on their property i don't it was anyways (laughs) we're getting slightly off topic because we're talking about the wrong scooby-doo true um and then oh there's this one moment Uh, seth green is in this one he's not in the first one um and he's walking towards velma because and they're having like a locked eyes moment and then he does this like slow mo fall. <laughs> and the other day Nathan was watching it, and then the fall happened, and he just went, "Oh Jesus!" Just started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, 
Oh. It was kind of nice to have that moment be like a dude walking because I feel like that's always like some guy sees a girl and then she falls down because that makes her relatable or whatever and like yeah. a rom-com. So I felt like James Gunn wrote this movie and I'm wondering if he was sort of intentionally playing off that trope. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Well, next time we hang out with James Gunn, I'll be sure to bring it up. We grew up in the same city. I know you. I know your best friends because you're from St. Louis. We're besties. That's but, how, but besties. That's how that works. Yes. Um, and then, and that's why I'm best friends with Nellie too. John Ham. STL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite the circle. I know. I know. I know shit's going down right now, but. Yes. Good people come from there. Okay. Moving on. So they're in the museum. They're talking to reporters. They're like, this is the greatest thing ever. We're so wonderful. And then it starts to get really spooky. And then the costumes start coming alive. So the pterodactyl ghost breaks out. And they're like, what is going on? And they're doing everything they can to like capture it and... They think like Shaggy and Scooby have it tied down, but they don't. Because they never do. You know, and all this like craziness happens. And then the pterodactyl ghost gets away and there's some weird robot silver mask man like up on top of the, like on the roof or something. I don't know. And he's like, listen, Mr. Rygarg, I'm going to unmask you for the idiots you are. But he's wearing like a metal mask with the mouth moved. That was really weird to me. Yeah, and the hair was like weird wires. I don't, anyways, so then they like he leaves with the pterodactyl ghost, and then they find out that a couple of the other costumes got stolen as well. So they're like, "Well, what happened? What's going on?" They solve mysteries. They're gonna try to solve this mystery. Yeah, but they leave. They get embarrassed at this point, right? Or like they feel it was like a moment for them, and they they failed, and they yeah. feel bad. Well, because here they were being like you know, we are the greatest. And then, the and then this happened and they don't know why and they don't know what's going on and they kind of look like idiots because they weren't able to stop anything. And generally, when they're solving mysteries, there's not a group of people around. Like, they're doing it on their own and then by the time people see them, they've done all the, like, crazy work and they're just, they just look like geniuses. Yeah, a, a couple of things I wrote down right about this time of the movie. CGI is terrible, so it just really isn't going to get better. I also wrote, I feel bad for Matthew Lillard. I think because he's really going for it, like mm-hmm. he's embodying this character, and then he's just, I don't know even know what he's acting with because most of the scenes are with Scooby, who is completely CGI. Yeah. So I just was, I, I felt bad for him in this movie. Don't feel bad for him. He got a very nice paycheck. Yeah, I just felt bad. Okay. Uh, so so they're going to try and figure out the clue, and uh, Velma finds, like, a pterodactyl scale yeah, or something, yeah, like, on the... Said, yeah. so, so they're going to go back. They're going to figure... They're going to go look into this and try to figure out, like, what's going on. And Fred also talks to the press, who is uh, Alicia Silverstone, who's basically playing, like, Nancy Grace of Coolsville. Yeah. I don't even know if Nancy Grace was a thing yet, but she's like that. I understand at the time she might not have been a thing, but I'm using it as an example now because people will understand. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there. But yeah, I was going to say, but yeah, she's very like rip, very pointed questions. Mm-hmm. She has an agenda. She's there to take them down and then they like quote them all out of context. Or they quote Fred all out of context. Definitely the gotcha press. Oh, for sure. The gotcha media. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they gotcha. Um. So now they're making them look even worse, which is terrible. And then they go back to their like mystery lair. I think they call it headquarters. Is that it was called headquarters? I couldn't remember. There's a lot of like do something, go back to headquarters, do something, mm-hmm. go back to headquarters. So they're movie. back at the headquarters, which is pretty amazing. Pretty like, swank. They've they've really decked it out. And, you know, they're sort of uh, Fred, Velma, and Daphne are kind of like, you know, Scooby and Shaggy always mess up. We know they always mess up. So this is really on us. We should have been more on top of it. It really doesn't make sense that they hang out with Scooby and Shaggy. And then like Scooby and Shaggy are hiding in the kitchen and they hear all of this and they feel really bad because they're like, we didn't realize that all we do is screw up. Um, and so like now they're going to be real detectives and they take an oath and Scooby's real name is Scoobert. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did not know. <laughs> um, so that's happening. Um, which actually that might have happened before based on my notes. I don't know. This movie's not the most coherent. It's um, okay. But oh, and the other thing too I was saying was like I thought I thought Matthew Lillard did a really great shaggy voice. I yeah. thought he was very good at that. No, he's really, like, embodied this character. Yeah, he did a really good job with that. Um, uh, and then something happened. They're figuring stuff out. They, like, <laughs> somehow connect. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I was, like, in and out of this movie. I was it's fully fine. Like, awake. <laughs> we could, this is one, like, I don't think we need to worry about the plot too much. But somehow they get tied to old man Wickles. Was he a bad guy? He wasn't in the first one, right? He's just some, like, name. It's just, like... I don't know if he's a character from the show or just the kind of name that they throw around. The only, the mystery gang are the only people from the first movie. There's nobody else from the first movie in the second movie. So all these characters are new. But they go, they're like, well, they make some connection from whatever and they go to old man Wickle's house and Mm -hmm. it's of course a creepy old mansion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they ring the doorbell and nobody answers. So they ring it again, even though they're warned not to. And Fred's like, what's the worst that could happen? And... Spot on impression. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they drop through a trap door and get in a big cage. And f- like, then there's a Girl Scout in one cage, and I guess Mormons or Something Jehovah's like Witnesses. That. I don't know. But it, it was cage. like a big, it was like a big ball, and it went down this like elaborate, like roller yeah. coaster track. Apparently, the house was built like on top of some giant cavern system. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of crazy. So then, so they were stuck, and then they're like, oh no, it's a thumbprint thing. And Daphne used her makeup to get them out of there, which was, I thought that was pretty clever. I didn't know you could do that. I don't know if that's a real thing. It seemed. I would like to know, because if I'm ever in a situation, I want to know how to get out of it. I mean, Daphne is very capable in this iteration of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I don't remember from the cartoons what her, like, competence level was. She was. She was competent. She was just very... She was also just very good whenever she was standing still to be posing. 
Hmm. Important skill. Yes. Um, so she gets him out of the cage, and then they're like going to go through the house and you know look for clues and try to figure out what's going on. Um, and as they're looking, so like Shaggy and Scooby are off looking on their own, and Shaggy finds like an old Victrola player, which for, for whatever reason has Sir Mix-a-Lot on it. Like this guy, it's it's a lived-in house. It's not an abandoned house. No, and it is disgusting. Like, I guess if you're a bad guy, you just are cool with cobwebs and dust on everything. Well, but he, like, just got out of jail. So he may, he maybe he hasn't gotten around to, like, cleaning the house yet. Mm, that's a good point. Um, so they're looking for clues, trying to find things. They can't find anything. And then they found this book, and they're like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, this crazy, like, how to make monsters. And, and then the, was it the Black Knight? Yeah, the Black Knight ghost. So the Black Knight ghost shows up, um, and now they have to battle the ghost. And Fred gets knocked out, so Daphne handles the battle, which seems to be the way it goes quite a bit. Until Velma figures out that the ghost's weak point is... Nuts. Kicking the nuts. Kick them in the nards. And then they all... Wolfman's got nards. (laughs) And then they all run away. Like, there's a lot of that, too, where they get in a fight, and they don't, like, vanquish the enemy. They just escape, and, like, there's no follow. Yeah, so they so they get out of there, and they're like, oh, my God, we're going to, we're going to, we've got all this information now. Let's go back and try and figure this out. So they are back at the headquarters, and what's-his-butt shows up? Seth Green? Yeah. And, and the... Velma's freaking out because she's like, oh, my God, he wants to ask me out on a date. I'm freaking out. And Daphne's like, don't worry. I got this. And then she comes down in this, like, vinyl cat suit, <laughs> which I thought was a bit much. And I was, like, wondering if Freddie Prince Jr. just used the same face reaction as in, what was that? She's all that? Was that yeah. the one? He, right, yeah. Because he was in that one. And there's yeah. a premiere walking down the stairs of the moment of the nerdy girl she took off her glasses mm-hmm. i'm like well let's just lift that right out put it over here do you think the director's like fred just same face yeah i do that was his direction yeah he went that was really good people love that let's just do that that'll make it'll warm people's hearts um and yeah so she comes down but she did have a nice butt so good for her but i still think i mean that was that was all daphne could do yeah, I, you know, I don't think you can go from Velma's normal dress right to leather, or pleather, or vinyl jumpsuit. Like, that's a bold move. Right? It was vinyl. Um, and then, oh, also, while they were at the mansion, Scooby and Shaggy find a clue. And they're like, we're going to go solve this mystery on our own so we can prove to the gang that we deserve to be in the gang and that we're not just, you know, a couple of screw-ups. So they, you know, they find a way to get out by pretending like Scooby has rabies because they put whipped cream all over his face. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) Whatever. So they leave to go to this villain bar, which I can't remember the name of it. It was something like Gunshot or something. I don't know. It was something weird. And I, all I kept thinking was, what was the central casting call for the villain bar? Like, what? It's like a weird, like, <laughs> it was like a pirate bar. I don't know. It, it was a very strange, like, 
my comment I wrote down bar. I don't even that that was my note. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> it it just looked really cheesy and fake. It was a very strange crowd. There was like an R and B group playing. Yeah, but like it the like, crowd did not feel very R and B. It was like pirates and bikers and I don't know. It, and basically, they kept the people that they kept seeing walking into the place were all people that they had unmasked in the past and gotten them in trouble. So they need disguises. So they need disguises. So Shaggy dresses like a pimp, mm-hmm. and Scooby is some sort of seventies disco dog. Yeah, I mean, which I don't. Understand. The mystery team is stuck in the seventies for sure, and they don't address it in any way. But no one else seems to think that was weird. Like, they didn't come in and no one was like, you guys, come on. There was, like, one guy dressed like a leprechaun. Like, there was a bunch of pirate outfits. I mean, I I think you could go and dress like whatever. They seem pretty chill about your outfit in in that bar. Yeah. So they go in and then, you know, Shaggy, I think he has to go to the bathroom. And he's just like, you know, don't do anything crazy. Like, don't stand out. And Scooby's like, no problem. And this one lady really wanted to dance with him. Like, how does nobody realize that Scooby is not a human being? Like, he's a giant dog with a dog face. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, he's got a fro wig on, so he must be a person. Yeah. But the oh, there was one time, I think I've talked about this with you. There was a cartoon. There was a Scooby and Shaggy, and they went out together. <laughs> and Shaggy had double booked himself. And he was like, oh, crap, you got to help me, Scoob. So he made Scooby put on like a Letterman sweater and took the girl's glasses away. She didn't know Scooby was a dog. (laughs) 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 And he went on the date with her. (laughs) Oh, that that feels problematic. Uh, That happened. That was, it was real. It was real. I didn't make that up. I believe you. It just. I just, I also had really bad insomnia in high school. And so I saw it really late at night. So sometimes people don't believe me, but it is real. Look it up. I don't know how you look it up, but look it up. It's real. It's really funny. I don't doubt the veracity of this and just like... It's just really funny. It, it, it's definitely a joke of its time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like tricking a girl. <laughs> well, Shaggy was there too. They were on like a double date. Anyways. Did we skip over Shaggy's interaction with Old Man Wickles? Did that already happen? Mm. Oh, I think we might have. Yeah. I just enjoyed how the actor crushed a handful of peanuts to express his anger at the mystery team. Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. Yeah. Um, Because he was like, don't get into this. You don't want to get into this. This is no good for you. Like this life, you know, I feel regret about it. And so then Shaggy was trying to be like, oh, so the people who unmask you, you must feel, you know be happy that they did that. And then he was like, no, I will kill them right now. <laughs> He's like, oh, grip. Um, so yeah, so that happened. Then Scooby dances and Shaggy comes out and he's a really good dancer. Scooby is actually a phenomenal dancer and somehow gets, gets everyone. Gets the whole crowd. Like if they just look at people, they like want to move. Yeah, and they're like, boom, we all know this group dance as you do in movies. And then... Shaggy comes out and is like, Scoob, stop, because his wig's coming off. And then it comes off, and they're like, oh, my God, you guys are the the people that unmasked all of us, and we're going to kill you. So now they're, you know, running for their lives. And they're in the middle of, like, a couple hundred people who hate them, and somehow nobody can grab them. They just run right out down the trash chute. They get out. 
They're pretty fast. Um, and then we're back in the van, the mystery machine, and Velma. There's a lot of fart jokes around Velma's uh, vinyl cat suit. I didn't mind that. And they are on their way to the museum. Yeah, they were going back for some reason. I can't remember because he had asked if she wanted to go see a talk, and I don't remember if they were on their way to see the talk, like it was going to be at the museum or what. But um, there, then there was like all this craziness, like the museum had been broken into, the more rest costumes of the had costumes been stolen, were gone. Um, and then you know Nancy Grace is there, and Daphne is like what's going on? And she's trying to do like another gotcha moment and like, what's you guys are terrible. And, and then the crazy silver mask man is up on the roof again. And that it, roof. And he's like, mystery gang. I'm look at me. I'm going to defeat you. Wait, is it mystery gang or mystery team? Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. <sighs> My question is, is Seth Green the only person that works at this museum? It seems like it. Like, they, they don't show anybody out. Like, well, he's, like, the curator, so right. I don't know. They go inside, and there's nobody in there, and he's just like, I gotta, I gotta be alone right now. Yeah, I don't know. And then, oh, excuse me, Velma unzips her cat suit, and it's and she's got the turtleneck on underneath. So um, She must have been which is so hot. Impressive, because there was no sign right? of that underneath that cat suit. And she must be sweating. Buckets. Yeah, Parasso. She probably <laughs> smells a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then what happened next? Um, then I wrote down. Feels like the longest movie ever. Mm-hmm. I think you fell asleep. Not, and then we not yet. Not almost. yet. Okay, I think we're getting there. And then I don't know exactly. I don't even remember. But somehow we end up at the mining place. Yeah. Because my next note is about when Scooby and Shaggy start getting into the refrigerator and drinking all the chemicals. That's that's what I jumped to. I don't remember how Oh, we get no, there. there's some stuff before that. There's some stuff before that. Like I said, it feels like the longest movie but ever. I said, and I don't remember why, I said, like he'll be mayor of Coolsville, but I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that is about. But they... I think to underscore it, this movie is a bit incomprehensible. <laughs> they, they, they sneak into something. They, because Peter Boyle is somewhere. Yeah. He's, and he's giving a presentation. It's at the old Coolsville, the abandoned Coolsville mine. So, is that where the presentation is? Yeah. So he's giving this presentation to like these businessmen. And basically, they were like, it's going to be a miner camp, like, like, uh, like digging for gold miners. Right. Um, and, but it, the camp equals child labor because he ended it by saying, so these kids are going to be thinking they're digging for gold and they're actually going to be mining, like for real mining. And we don't have to pay them anything. They're going to pay us to be here. That was his, that's his like ultimate plan. I was like, that's crazy. And the mine is important because there's some randomonium or something yeah, the that mined there and which, you need that to make monsters and it glows green. All this stuff. So that's why they think it's. Peter Boyle is the person, but then they're finding out like as they they like stumbled in on this meeting like we gotcha, but it's like no you don't got me because this is actually what I'm doing now, and I wrote this down and please forgive me because this is where I started to fall asleep while writing which I do sometimes, <laughs> so I can't totally read my note, but I said and this is a problem with prison. 
get out and you want to make a genuine contribution to society, but people fight the whole time. I mean, it is That's true. what I wrote. So once, so he, so once he you're did. in the system, you can't really he escape that rap. Yeah. He came out and he wanted to like change his life around and they won't let it go. And the mystery team comes along being the man and they're, they're just like, like trying to hold fucking, him back. Like fucking getting up in his biz and like ruining his business meeting. And he didn't do anything. Like you guys maybe do a little more like mystery solving before you like jump into people's faces yeah so for some reason shaggy and scooby are also at the mine i don't remember if they followed old man wickles there or what yeah but they end up in some like secret place and there's a refrigerator full of chemicals and they just start as you do just drinking Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and scooby turns into a monster and shaggy gets the body of a lady which i said was genuinely creepy his head on that lady's body. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably the grossest part of the movie. And didn't like that. I also didn't understand like why he got the girl body, but then he got a crop top. Yeah. Well, that was the one thing. Like every time they took these chemicals, not only did it change their physical characteristics, but they got props. Like then like it changed their clothes. Then Scooby took something else and he became super smart while Shaggy became super buff. And once Scooby was super smart, he got glasses. Like, What's in these chemicals? I don't know. And then because of that, they throw one of his chemical mixtures and it blows open a door and they stumble into like the mon- where the monsters are. Yeah. Um, oh, and right before that, like as they're like, we should really stop like drinking these chemicals, Shaggy said that it reminded him of college. And I said, Shaggy has a major drug problem that nobody seems to want to talk about. This is ter- like this is reminds him of college. Maybe he was a chemistry major. No, just mixing up acid. No, no. So then, I don't know why I wrote this down. I said, "Will Monster? I think this is Machine. Stop the aging process." And I'm not really sure why I wrote that down. Mm. What happened? Did the machine do something, or was there a so machine, they, or what? There was a machine. They turned it. On and it made all the monsters appear, I mm-hmm. think, mm-hmm. at this point. And then they all escape. Mm-hmm. But like Scooby and Shaggy have to like sled down a cliff on trash can lids. Yeah. While yeah. the rest of the team got back in uh, the van. Yeah. Yeah. And I just said that's not possible what they did. No. I said, does, trash can does physics work differently? And they were getting chased by some weird skeleton, one-eyed ghost monster thingies. Twin things. I don't know. So then we're back in Coolsville. And I said, Coolsville has a terrible traffic problem because it's like just like bumper to bumper just stopped. And I don't know what time of day it is. I don't know why it's like that. But apparently everyone's in their car right then. And then this like ghost ship comes, you know, floating up with the robot man on it. And it's like, turn in the mystery gang or I'll whatever, take over the city, blah, blah, blah. I don't really understand the plot there either. And then we see the investigative probe. That's the name of the show that Alicia Silverstone's (laughs) host, host, which is investigative probe is disgusting name for a show. And then I just, as always, I'm reminded that Alicia Silverstone's lips just move weird when she talks. Do they? 
They go like off in weird directions when she talks. It doesn't make any sense. No one can see what you're doing. Right I know, now. but you can, <laughs> and you know that looked weird. But it's like her lips move independently of each other in opposite directions. Mm. It's like she's double Elvising it while she's talking. Okay. Anywho's. So that's how the gang gets all the information. They're because they're watching like the newscast. And it's like, this is what's happening. The mystery gang, they're awful. They're terrible people and fuck them. And then then the silver mask man comes in and is like, You're canceled. And then it goes to the bars. Goes beep. Um, and then oh, we forgot that they stole something from the monster making machine. They oh, needed yeah. that because that's how they made a monster. So they stole that. So then the bad guy needed it back because it was going to ruin all their plans. Right. So they, they're like, we need somewhere to go. Where are we going to go? And they end up back at the old clubhouse from Just when they were first starting out. Where they didn't like... Whenever they moved out of that, they didn't take anything with them. No. They're just like, fuck this. We got a new headquarters. We don't need any of this shit. Bye. Peace. Um, it so was like the, in the middle of a swamp. Yeah. So they're in there and they're going to, you know, th- they basically had to go back to the beginning to remember who why, they were. Why did we start solving mysteries in the first place? We didn't do it for fame. Why are we doing this? We didn't do it for fortune. Do we even get paid? Who knows? We did it because we love to solve mysteries. Exactly. Together. Exactly. And then there's a math montage. Well, before that, we had the flashback. Math montage. The important (laughs) ultimate Frisbee flashback. Yes. Where they had other actors play them as younger characters. Which will, there will be a callback to that. It's a very important setup. Oh, show. Um, And uh, Scooby, as a puppy, hits his head really hard on the tree. Pretty sure he got a concussion. And I think they never fixed it. Like, I think that's why Scooby is the way he is. Was he not a dog before? No, that's not what I'm saying. He was a dog. So do you think he was like a lot smarter, like Scrappy-Doo, and then like hit his head and now it's kind of like... That's what I'm saying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then they had a couple like meta moments where... Velma's like, I remember it just seemed like solutions would come like magic out of thin air. And then she goes like, well, well, I know what to do. And then they have a math montage. And then outside. Is that meta or just? Well, she's like commenting on how ridiculous the way they found solutions was. And then she found a ridiculous solution because she made that comment. So that's sort of meta. And then. Well, I don't think she was saying it was ridiculous, though, in the moment. I think she was just saying, like, it used to be so easy. I felt like the movie was commenting on it. And then I think that you're putting your own opinion on top of what was going on. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? <laughs> and then and then I did enjoy right after that Shaggy said, "Oh, we're missing they're like montaging in there." Yeah. Something. Like we're <laughs> they just had a montage without us. So they're still feeling, you know, like like really bad. Like they just can't seem to do things right. And then the um, then he skips, diver, the diver ghost. He's like, we just make mistakes and sometimes it helps. And then he skips a rock and hits the head of a ghost. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that he hits the head of it. It just like or, awakens it. Yeah. Or um, it was going to come out no matter what. And so then, and then it starts coming towards them and they're like freaking out and they let them know. 
And the thing that they did find out, like while they were doing the math montage, like what they figured out was they can reverse the polarity or whatever of the monster machine and then turn the monsters off, basically. Because randomonium has some inverse principle. Yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know. Science is tough. Yeah. Did you like that character? Uh, I guess so. Um, And then... They go back to the mining place. They go back and they have to get this like disc. They have to get it, put it back where they found it so they can turn it on with the reverse in place. But there's like a whole chasing thing. My only comment was maybe you should have found a different car to drive than like the very colorful van with your like team name on it. Because it makes it very easy to find you. And it's somehow now empty city. Yeah. No, now there's nobody around. Um, Yeah. So the pterodactyl ghost comes back and, you know, they're just, you know, trying to get away. So they get back to the mine and there is the the Black Knight ghost, like ready to defend. And Fred's like, I got this. So they all take off. Uh, And Fred finds a motorcycle. Beautiful, beautiful Indian motorcycle. And he's going to get up on... Uh, with um, a joust, like they're going to joust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some we got some Bon Jovi. Oh, steel horse I ride. T- dead or alive, here we go. And then he puts the cravat back on. Is that a cravat or a neckerchief? What's the... I don't know, but it's the thing that he used to wear all the time, but he wasn't wearing in this movie. Because he had to go back to your roots. Exactly. He had to go back. So he's trying to battle the Black Knight. And then... The next thing they get to is like the electric ghost, the ten thousand volt ghost monster. Um, and so Daphne's like, "I got this. You guys keep going." So they take off Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby, and so she's gonna fight the electric monster, and Fred's fighting the night ghost, and then they get to the entrance, and there's the two skeleton twins. And Velma's like, I'm going to distract them. You guys go do this. And they were like, what are you talking about? We can't do it. We're not like you guys. We're squirrels. And something happened. Oh, they're like, we feel bad. <laughs> and, and Daphne, not Daphne, Velma is just like, no, you guys are very important and I've always admired you because you're so free and you don't let other people like what other people think it doesn't matter to you and you just let yourselves be who you are like fully and I just so admire that and you guys are you know really important to the team you guys already are heroes which made them feel good so then she goes to distract these skeleton twins they go in to put the disc in and they run into the 49er, like, gold rush mm-hmm, ghost mm-hmm. who breathes fire. Oh, and also Scooby farts. Yeah, well, we haven't gotten there because... No, he farts before then. Oh, yeah, he farts when he's nervous. That's right. That's a setup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and he then Daphne punches mm-hmm. the 10,000-volt ghost, which is not a... That doesn't go well. Doesn't, she needed, like, a rubber suit. She needed her vinyl suit back mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. She, like, flies to where Fred has been knocked over by the Black Knight ghost. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of have a moment on the ground. Yeah, where they sort of, like, realize, mostly Fred. Like, Daphne already knew. 
that maybe, you know, it isn't all about what other people think and mm. maybe it's okay to have a feeling every now and then. So then they are battling together, these two ghosts, and then they see the jumper cables in the van and they very quickly uh, explode the electric ghost and the black knight ghost by attaching the jumper cables to each other. So good for them. Way to go. And then the black knight's ghost's head rolls over and just goes, oh, crap. Right. Well, because they, they stuck it to his nuts. Yeah, that's well, they, that's his weak spot. I know, but it was like a nut electrocution, which I said, that can't feel good. A nutrocution. Um, and Velma falls down something, like, and she ends up in this like space and doesn't have her glasses and is like looking Classic around Velma. and trying to find things. <laughs> and I said that I'm as blind as Velma. So if you ever watch this movie... In that moment, no, that's what I see when I don't wear my glasses or contacts because I can't see anything. <laughs> and but I got it. I understood. I understood how she felt. Because if I was in a new space and I didn't have a way to see, I'd be doing exactly what she's doing. And she, she dropped a jinkies in that moment, which Nate has been saying jinkies as jinkies. well. That and what is it? See you later, suckers. Okay. <laughs> Um, which is what one of the bad guys says. Uh, so she's like feeling around in this cave and then she like realizes like there's like all these candles and there's a video of Jacobo. Who's the original pterodactyl ghost. The original pterodactyl ghost. Who was cellmates with old man Wickles. That's why they went after Mm -hmm. old man Wickles. Yeah, they were cellmates. And I guess, uh, Jacobo had escaped prison but never, they never found him. So they assumed he died. He died, which that's awful police work right there. Well, the, no body was found, must be dead. How good are the police in this town if the mystery team is solving everything? Right? What do the cops do? Nothing. Put their fingers up their butts, smell it like that monkey. <laughs> and then they fall out of trees. <laughs> like, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I remember that video. <laughs> That's so long ago. <laughs> oh, internet. Uh, anyways. <laughs> We're getting close here. And then Seth Green shows up. Yeah. And yeah, so there's a video and there's all this stuff about the pterodactyl ghost. And she was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm trying to solve the mystery just like you. And she's like, no, I know who you are. I know this is like he, she thinks that he's the one trying to set them up. And she almost falls to her death, but he saves her. And he's like, you just have to trust me. And she's like, okay. So she does. And then she's like, I'm sorry. I trust you. And then the pterodactyl ghost comes and takes him away. I mean, Seth Green does keep showing up all over the place. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. And and they never actually resolve it. No. Satisfactorily, in my opinion. He's just an odd duck. So, So then... You know, they're the gang is like going through dealing with trying to battle things, and you know, Shaggy and Scooby are still on their mission to put this disc back where it belongs. And what shows up? Fucking cotton candy monster. Oh, well, we skipped how they vanquished the 49er ghost. Oh, yeah, they farted in his face, and his fire backfired and knocked him out. Yeah, but yeah, then the cotton candy glob, yeah, which I was like, yes, I would eat that. But I mean, the one, I would, the one weird thing is you would eat, I mean, I get it's cotton candy, 
would eat that. I love cotton candy too, but if it's talking to you, would you eat it? Yes. Evil, evil talking cotton candy, you'd still eat it. Yes. Have you ever seen that clowns from outer space? That's what they would like keep the people in was like cotton candy. Just eat it. Now I want cotton candy. You never saw like, oh God, what was it called? Was it called Evil Clowns from Outer Space? I think it was, yeah. Oh man, that movie is weird. That was another. A a movie called Evil Clowns from Outer Space is a weird movie. (laughs) That was another uh, late night watch. That feels like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 type movie. But, but, well, it might have been on there. I don't know, but I would I would just watch it on its own. That one and then also um The Toxic Avenger. Mm, classic. I watched that one a lot in uh Rock and Roll High School. Those were all on um, uh, rotation very late. <laughs> 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 oh, you're learning so much about me right now and not enough about the movie. Uh, so so back to the movie. <laughs> they all reconvene. Uh, so yeah, they're all back in like the main room. But all the where, monsters show up. And, but the monsters that are left show up. Um, and there's like this tar monster that is basically going to kill everyone. And then Scooby figures it out. He starts using um, a fire extinguisher and is able to sort of like freeze them up and break break off the pieces. The fire extinguisher is like magic. Right? And then I also said that Scooby is also very good at extreme sports. Like Scooby's just really, he's quite talented. I mean, he and Shaggy are like X Games guys or something. Yeah, no, it's a little, it's a little nuts. And but the this team, one, this one is just, Sha- this one is just Scooby. Right, but Shaggy the team is, uses their uh, ultimate Frisbee skills to pass around the control panel yes. to eventually get it to Scooby. Yes. And then Scooby gets to the thing, and then the um, the silver mask robot man is like, who do you think you are? And he was like, Scooby, Dooby, do. And he puts it in the thing. And hits the button. And hits the button, and then all the monsters go away. And then the bad guy's like, no. And they did it. So then they, and then they come out at the end. With the silver mask man and all the presses there, and they're like, "How'd you do it? What's going on? How did everybody know? Like, as soon as they won, did like Fred dial up the press and was like, "Show up at the old abandoned mine. I don't we know. got him." I think uh, I think uh, Chris Kardashian called him up. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. I, I don't know how. I don't know what she goes by right now. <laughs> Just Chris. She called up the press and went, "You know where to be, Harvey. We need you." Uh, so then. <laughs> So they show up. <laughs> um, so the press is there and like, how? Wh- who is it? What's going on? They're like, well, we figured it all out. And they pulled off the mask and it was Alicia Silverstone. <gasps> what? Nancy Grace. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. And they're like, how'd you figure it out? And you're like, well, you almost had us, but because you had an accomplice and it was the cameraman. Um but we figured it out because you are actually, and they took, sh- that was actually a mask, and it was the Jacobo man. So it was a double unmasking. And I was like, that is an amazing mask. Right? Like, I don't know when he had time to make that, but it's pretty phenomenal. And then Fred goes to, like, and her assistant really is, and goes to unmask the assistant, and it's just the guy's head. It's just him. And I did like that. You know, there's the classic, I would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for you. Yeah. 
whatever he says. Yeah. But then they're getting into the van and the assistant guy's like, you're a dude, but we cuddled. <laughs> <laughs> and he had like frosted tips, but he had like yeah. super dark hair. Yeah. So it was not a good look. It was it was the look at I, the time. I guess it was 2004. It, it was never a good look, but it was the look. The look. Um, and then they end up back at like a club all was together. It, was it that bar again? I don't know. I'm not sure. It this, kind of felt like the same place, but I don't know. This, these are the last four things I wrote. <laughs> Ruben stuttered. That's all I wrote. I wrote Ruben stuttered with a question mark. Like, why is line he dancing. Soul train line. Uh-huh. Pose. And that's basically, and like the credits had started rolling and that's basically how the movie ends. And that, yeah, and that's it. And that's Scooby-Doo 2. Monsters Unleashed. Which is not one of my favorite movies. I do not like this movie. It is, I think, poorly executed on almost every front, but I do think the actors are really going for it. No, I don't, like, it's not, I don't know, I don't know. It's just not, like, the kind of movie you want to just sit and watch with your kid. But it is also not so awful that. Like, I don't mind that our kids are watching it. Yeah. It's not a terrible movie. It it's not like one bad... of those where you want to be like, I can't find it. It's broken. You know, cause there are some movies like that where you just don't even, you just don't even. <laughs> so, so it's not that it's not like, horrific it just is not one of the greatest movies ever made no it's really not and that's about all i have to say about <laughs> but, it. but it's one that's being watched quite a bit in our house right now <laughs> yeah so and i thought we'd share it with you lovely people and our son will now say jinkies for the rest of his life and i will at least enjoy that he will he will and thanks again for listening. Hopefully you have subscribed by now, but if not, mm -hmm. please mm -hmm. go ahead and do that. And we've got some social media stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Please subscribe and rate and review That's all right. that good stuff because that like puts you on the chart or something. I don't know. That's something. Um, and uh, you can follow us at, on Twitter at Rated PG Podcast. Uh, and you can join us on Facebook at pg podcast and on instagram at rated pg podcast so please check us out on all the social media stuff uh we put stuff there every now and again we try so check it out yeah. <laughs> and uh tune in for the next one i don't i don't know what movie it will be so uh it's a surprise for everybody <laughs> but it will drop two weeks from whenever this one drops that's our plan <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye-bye.